quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm back again. And I want to talk about today this idea of cooperation versus compliance. And I have been using those words kind of interchangeably in the past. And I, I want to make a new distinction because I believe now that there's a distinct difference between gaining cooperation with your children and insisting on compliance. And that we likely, many of us, grew up in homes where we were expected to be compliant, meaning if our parents asked us to do something, they expected us to comply immediately upon the first request. They expected us to do what they asked without question. They expected us to adhere to any request that they gave us without any pushback whatsoever. And I think society has this same idea for children that if you ask a child to do something, they need to do it and they need to do it now. So we come to our parenting with this premise. My child, I want to ask them one time and I want them to to comply because if they don't comply, often historically, we will threaten or we will punish or we will bribe them into compliance. And our parents probably did the same thing to us. They punished us into compliance. And so there was never a question. If you didn't do what I asked you to do, then I would just punish you and you would do it. So parents had very little pushback, except for those outlier children who didn't care about the threat or the bribe or the punishment. But for the most part, parents could threaten or bribe many kids right into shape, meaning they could get compliance at any given moment by just threatening a punishment. If you don't do it, then you're not going out tonight. And so the garbage would get taken out, no problem. But what did it do to the child? And what has the child learned? And what is the difference between compliance, in the way I'm talking about it historically, and cooperation? So the difference I see is that cooperation is something that a child learns over time that we cultivate, that we get when we put in a deep amount of work into our relationship, we will get a kid who will want to cooperate with us, but they also won't want to cooperate with us all of the time because nobody really wants to take out the garbage all of the time and many kids and people will push back. I mean, I remember when I was married, I would say, can you please take out the garbage? That garbage would sit there for quite some time. There was no compliance. And I wasn't going to threaten my husband like, hey, if you don't take out the garbage, then I'm not going out to dinner with you tonight. Like, There was no threat of anything. But, you know, not everybody wants to do their honey-do list, <laughs> lickety-split, because 
we're human and we have our own free will. And if we're not feeling good about the relationship, and maybe this was a good indicator for me, if you're not feeling good about the relationship, do you want to cooperate with your partner, your parent, your friend, whomever it is? So when we look at cooperation for children, it's something that we have to cultivate, something that we have to teach them. It's something that they are going to have to learn as time goes on. And it is also something that they have to feel that they want to do because they feel good about the relationship that they're in with us. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy copays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim, What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So Pia and I have been working on the garbage for a long time because she doesn't, and she is my more cooperative child in general, but she has her free will as she should. She does not like to do chores and I get it. Nobody does. I don't like to do chores either. I hate taking out the garbage. That's why I've given her that job. No, actually she's chosen that job. It was the dishwasher. It was putting the dishes away in the rack. It was tidying up the living room. It was a lot of things. And I kept, we kept asking her to choose, you know, what do you want to do? What chore would you like to participate in? And she didn't like any of them. And we landed on the garbage for some reason. That's the one she ended up choosing, but she still hates it. And we get just as much pushback as we did with the dishwasher or any of the other ones. So I don't know that it mattered for her that she got the choice, but I gave it to her anyway. So I wanted her to be able to choose which chore she'd like to do. And they don't have a lot of chores. They have a couple of chores and that's it. It's not a, a ton of chores. They're very busy kids and and I get it. And I don't require them to do too much, but I do require them to do some things. So the things that we that I ask for for cooperation around are taking your dishes and putting them in the dishwasher when you're done, cleaning up after yourself in the kitchen, putting, Esme puts the dishes away, Pia takes the garbage out, cleaning up your room once in a while when there's going to be company over. Other than that, it lets you have your room to yourself. And even when there's company over, if you don't care, then we just shut the door. Putting your clothes away. So you're 
I will wash the clothes, but you've got to put the clothes away. So those things are for my kids to keep their bathroom tidy because it's the public bathroom. They have to keep that tidy and they're pretty good about that. So P and I have been working really hard on the garbage and she really doesn't like it. And so I've really worked on how do I build in cooperation and how do I help scaffold her and how do I help her get there so that it's not this huge fight every time I ask her to take out the garbage. So I use connection and I, I we live in a connected household for the most part. I do have to say the more I work, the less I see my connection. I see my connection waning. And so I really have to work hard to make sure I'm keeping it bolstered. So I know when I ask her, I need to be asking her when she's in a good place, not when she's tired or hungry or you know, we'd have a bad altercation or we'd had a bad interaction or she had a bad interaction with her sister or something, or I know she's had an interaction with a friend or whatever it is. I need to make sure that I'm asking her when she's in it. I think she's in a good place. And that's the number one thing I'd say for cooperation is don't ask your child to do something when they're not fully in a great place or they're not fully able to receive this request from you. And when I ask, I come close and I say, hey, do you, can you please take out the garbage? And sometimes she'll say, no, I don't want to do it. And then I try to give her a hug or I try to say, do you want to wrestle? Or I try to get in there with some sort of connection. And I, I don't continue to ask her. So I think this, this is another big difference with compliance and cooperation is that because we have been conditioned to believe that children should be compliant and they need to be compliant on the first request, we continue to ask over and over again, take out the garbage. Can you take out the garbage? I've asked you 10 times to take out. Why aren't you taking out the garbage? And we find ourselves super frustrated because we continue to ask. And our expectation is, is if we keep asking that they're going to comply, that we could force them into doing it. And sometimes we end up yelling and that maybe that would get them to do the thing that we're asking, or we end up threatening or we end up bribing because we're going to force them into complying. But no child, no person likes to be forced or controlled into doing something, especially doing something for someone else. That can cause resentment. It can cause anger. And then it can cause pushback in other moments. So sure, you might threaten and bribe them into taking out the garbage. But what about then when you ask them to brush their teeth? Are you going to have to threaten and bribe them again? And now are you having to threaten and bribe them every time you would like them to do something? And what kind of, what? how does that feel? What kind of relationship are you living in? You're living in a manipulative, controlled relationship with someone that you feel like you can. the only thing you can do is threaten and bribe them into complying for you. And that doesn't feel good for them or for you. So it's better if we can cultivate and gain cooperation. But cooperation is something a child gives to you if they want to. And that really is the truth. Like they don't have to cooperate with you and they're not going to cooperate with you unless you are kind and connected and you work with them. So I ask Pia to do it. She says, no, I try to find some way to get connected to her. If it's icky, I drop it for a minute. Maybe I drop it for an hour. And then I come back and I revisit with her and I say, hey man, I'll help you. Let me help you with the garbage here. I'll go, I'll pull the bags out and I'll tie them and I'll put them next to the door for you. And then you can take the recycle and the garbage out. And sometimes that will help if I help scaffold it for her. I also ask her when I'm in close proximity, when I'm really up close with her, I don't yell at her, go take the garbage out. It's been all day. And I don't do it when I 
it must be done. Because if it must be done right now in this very moment, the likelihood of it getting done when you want it to is very low because or very slim because you're going to be all anxious and then you're going to make them anxious and they're not going to want to do it. So it's something that we really have to work on and work with our children. And it's not a thing that you can just get because you're an adult, unfortunately, or fortunately, actually. So I try to help her along. I try to say, hey, I'll open up the door for you. And some days she'll say yes. And some days she would say no. But I've been doing this for like a year, folks. An entire year it's taken us to get to a place where now about, I'd say 80, 85% of the time, she'll do it when I ask the first time. But I've had to work at it. I've had to teach her. I've had to help her. I've had to tie the bags up. I've had to open the door. I've had to put the bags back in the garbage cans myself for a little while. Now she's taking them out. She's putting the garbage bags back in the garbage can. She even rolled the garbage cans, the big ones from the street back into the side yard with me yesterday. I took one and she took the other and she's helping and she's being cooperative and she's learning how to contribute in this household. And it's not her forte. Her sister, on the other hand, my strong-willed kid, she'll do all the chores. She totally wants to help. You don't have to ask her more than one time. I don't even have to use any of these tactics with her. It's her temperament. It's her nature. She likes to be helpful. She also likes the rules and she likes to get things done. Pia, not so much. And so it's been a little bit of a struggle for us. And she and I don't really struggle a lot, but this has been something else. (laughs) has been quite a little journey in learning. Now she's cooperative in other ways. If I ask her to, you know, hey, can, can you come here? Can I ask a question of you? Or hey, would you mind brushing your teeth or taking care of herself or any of the things? She's totally fine with that. It's the chores that I can't get her to do. And those are hard for many people. So if you want cooperation, use some of these ideas of scaffolding the the chore or whatever it is with your child. Use play when it gets sticky and hard and they do not want to do it. Resort to play or resort to some sort of connection piece and then return to your request. And maybe you'll have a little bit more success that way. Work at it. Don't give up on it. Don't get angry. Don't ask 17 times. It's not going to be helpful. And expect that cooperation is something children learn. It isn't something that they are born with. Compliance is something that they're forced to do, usually with a punishment or a consequence or yelling or getting really angry. Then it forces a child into some sort of compliance, which isn't good for our relationship. Okay. I hope this was helpful. The difference between compliance and cooperation And I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality. For your most precious gift, Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.